Hello, fellow law nerds. Welcome to a special episode of Boom Lawyered, a rewired news group podcast hosted by the legal journalism team that is all on mountain time. We are in sync, Jess, just like our periods. Our time is is in sync. (laughs) Amazing. Fantastic. I mean, it's like our uteruses are in sync. Our Apple watches are in sync. I'm Imani Gandhi. <laughs> I'm Jess Piclo. Rewire News Group is dedicated to empowering you to own your relationship to sex, abortion, parenthood, and power. And the Team Legal Podcast is part of that mission. So a big thanks to our subscribers and a welcome to our new listeners. And also a happy Thanksgiving to our new listeners and old listeners, listeners one and all. Uh, it was a long holiday weekend, which was kicked off by a really nice Supreme Court decision that's going to allow uh, religious people in New York to have super spreader church events so that they can just blow COVID all over the New York metropolitan area. And that's really exciting because Amy Coney Barrett is so about that. I mean, Aye. we love to kick off a holiday weekend with the Supreme Court dropping an order at about midnight east coast time but that's not what we're going to talk about no is it no no no, today the supreme court heard oral arguments in a case that could ultimately decide if the trump administration was successful in their attempts to rig the census it's been a while since we talked about the fight over the census so we should probably give folks a refresher course that's a good idea considering it's really rude that the supreme court scheduled this case the monday after a long holiday weekend to say the least So rude. rude. Okay. So our Constitution says that every 10 years, the federal government has to count all the people in a census. And, well, it turns out that in addition to being a total dumpster fire, 2020 is also a census year. So naturally, the Trump administration and Republicans in Congress have turned the census into a complete political circus. Would it surprise you if I told you that Donald Trump isn't too keen on counting undocumented immigrants in the census. I mean, would that shock you to your very core? Get out. Yeah. Yeah. I no. Uh, no. I need a source for this claim of money. <laughs> the source is just gestures broadly. <laughs> That's the source. Essentially, Donald Trump has basically been at war with immigrants since day one. And part of that war is that he wants to not count immigrants in the census. He does not want to count Mm -hmm. undocumented immigrants in the census. Now, he tried to include a citizenship question on the census. Do you remember that whole clusterfuck? Oh, I do. That was back in like 2019. And it was so, so racist. Even the Supreme Court was like, hmm, yeah, I don't know about that. It's a bit too racist. How is like just a little like skosh racist for even John Racist. <laughs> John Racist. Sco- John, John Racist. <laughs> Chief Justice John Racist. So, you know, Trump took that loss at the Supreme Court about as well as he's taking losing the presidency, oh, which totally. is to say very, very well and very maturely. Ah! Uh, Anyway, this summer, the administration announced that it still wasn't going to count undocumented people in the census. And, well, that's why we're here today. This case is really complicated, but it's also really not complicated because the nugget of the issue of this case is really who counts as a person. Literally, who do we count? Well, there was a lot of talk about that today. And apparently the answer is all undocumented immigrants 
But if we can't exclude all undocumented immigrants, we're just going to try and pull out subcategories of undocumented immigrants that we think people would be cool with excluding, right? Oh, okay. So, so this is already my head is hurting. Can you walk yeah. me through this? Okay, so... Trump is not was not permitted to add a citizenship question on the census. If he had been, he would have just simply not included those people in this tabulation of people that he is supposed to send to Congress. So here's what happens. The Secretary of Commerce does the census, right? Yep. After they've tabulated all the numbers and counted all the people, they send a report to the president. The president then looks at this report and then does a little tabulation, the little thing called equal proportion, and then sends a report to Congress saying, this is how many people there are that live in this goddamn country. And therefore, this is how many people, this is how many representatives each state should get based okay. on the number of goddamn people living in this goddamn country well conservatives don't really think that immigrants are people or persons for the census counting which is just not how it works the census says you're supposed to count persons right undocumented immigrants are persons therefore you have to count undocumented immigrants as persons so what they've been trying to do to get around this is to say well since we can't ask on the census who's a citizenship what we're going to do is we're going to get a bunch of social security records and other admin agency records and we're going to try and figure out who's a citizen based on those records and then match that information to the census responses And that just sounds like just a buck wild thing to try to do, right? To just go and rifle through all this information and do matching from that information to to census responses. That's like, that could be like 10 million people. They'd have to sit around and try to match 10 million names to 10 million census responses to try to figure out if they can exclude those people. It's bonkers. But... Considering that the Trump administration knows that that's bonkers, there are three categories that they're trying to exclude for the time being. First, people who are detained in ICE facilities. Second, people who have committed crimes and are subject to removal or deportation. Third, people with expired visas. Okay, so I have... Yeah, go mm, ahead. Because this is all... I mean, I got... uh, Yeah, hit me with a question. Okay. (laughs) The question is not on a scale of one to 1,000, how sexy was Dale Ho? I already asked you that in Slack uh, during our And the arguments. answer is like 10 billion thousand. Go but on. really, no, but I mean, like, so to, to, to boil this down, we have a lot of people in this country um, who the Trump administration doesn't want to count for purposes of representation and services. Right. And so they've created three categories of folks that they think they, they can exclude, right? Right. But that sounds like really like complicated math when we could just count all the people. Right. <laughs> Literally just count all the fucking people. I don't even, I mean, I understand what they're trying to do, right? They're trying yeah. to, to winnow down the number of black and brown people. Cause obviously this is mainly targeted at black yeah. and brown people. They're not concerned about like, you know, my ex-boyfriend who's Swedish and was a, freaking foreign national or whatever they're they're Mm -hmm. they're worried about brown and black people and so what they want to be able to do is to exclude those people from the count so that when when congressional representatives are apportioned based on the number of people in a state these undocumented people will not be counted so that means states that have a very large undocumented brown population states like texas arizona nevada california these states could lose seats Mm -hmm. in the house Mm-hmm. even though there are the same number of people slash persons living in that state. It's just bananas. And as Dale Ho pointed out, even if you were to just try to limit it to these categories, like 
people detained in ICE facilities. That doesn't mean anything in the age of Trump because the Trump goons have been yoking up almost anyone who looks like they might have an immigration issue, right? If you are brown, if you speak Spanish, if you look at a white person sideways, you might get yoked up by ICE. And that doesn't mean that you don't have a right to be counted for purposes of the census. The same thing goes for people who've committed crimes and are subject to removal. There are a lot of these people who have committed real petty, dumb, basic ass crimes that aren't the kinds of crimes that we deport people for. Mm -hmm. And so they are they are fighting, challenging their deportation removal, their deportation, excuse me, orders in court. People with expired visas. Maybe they're trying to get their visa shit fixed, you know, fixed. It just doesn't make sense to try to exclude these people when obviously the goal is to exclude everyone who is an undocumented immigrant, thereby making the population of this country seem whiter than it actually is. Okay, so I'm processing all of this. Yeah. And this case sounds super racist. It is. Did any of the justices indulge the Trump administration here? I mean, please tell me no. Well, not not really. Okay. First of all, the, the, well, first of all I want to go back and talk about the super racist nature of this of this case, right? Okay. okay. And that's going to involve talking about the three-fifths clause, Ooh. which is something that we don't really talk about that much, but which is super fucked up, right? Yeah. So in the Constitution, the Constitution states, quote, Representatives and direct taxes shall be apportioned among the several states, which may be included within this union, according to their respective numbers, which shall be determined by adding to the whole number of free persons, including those bound to service for a term of years, and excluding Indians not taxed, three-fifths of all other persons. So what that, the reason the three-fifths clause existed is because there were southern states that had hella enslaved people. Mm-hmm. And the white, you know, landed gentry, the white framers didn't think that those black people should be counted as a whole person for purposes of apportionment of state representatives, electoral college votes, federal funding. Right. Black people, they were just going to count as three fifths of a person. So maybe like an arm and a leg and a torso. Right. But that would give the southern states more power because there were more black people to count, even if they weren't getting counted as a whole, right? So that, yeah. that's baking it into the cake. It's baking, bake, it's okay. just baking the racism right into the cake. I mean, this whole country had racism baked into the cake. But moving on, so. Then the 14th Amendment happened, right? One of my favorite favorite amendments, 1868. The 14th Amendment gets passed. And it says, representatives shall be apportioned among the states, counting the whole numbers of persons in each state, excluding Indians not taxed. Got rid of the whole three-fifths clause shit. Black people are full people. Hooray. Hallelujah. There there were Negroes twerking in the streets. It was fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) There weren't really. (laughs) So... You know, just the idea that you are, we are trying to remove brown and black people from the population in order to exclude them for purposes of, of representation is really gross. And, and the fact that we're doing it based on the color of people's skin is even grosser. So I'm looking at this language and it just says the whole number of persons. Yeah. Persons. Again, I have to ask. What the actual fuck 
fuck are we doing here? I don't know. Because what they're trying to do is say it's the whole number of citizens. But here's the thing about the Constitution. In some places, it uses the term citizens. And in other places, it uses the term persons. Oh, and we that, talked about this before in a whole other show. We did talk about this. We absolutely did. And I could go into a whole long spiel about statutory construction and how you read statutes. But I don't even need to get into that. Because it makes pretty good sense that if a document includes two terms, citizens and persons, then those terms are not interchangeable. Right. Those terms actually mean something. Persons means people who are people. Citizens means people who are citizens of this country. It's plain and simple. But, you know, I also really want to point out that no president has ever tried this before. For hundreds of years, since the dawn of time. Okay, this country's not that old. But, <laughs> but for literally for hundreds of years, Persons have been counted, not yeah. citizens, not people who we like, not people in white wigs and little tights. It's just persons. So I, this is really unprecedented here. Okay, so you've done an excellent job breaking down the unprecedented racist arguments that the Trump administration is making in trying to exclude immigrants from the census. What about ridiculous arguments? I have to imagine that this administration launched some nonsense. I mean, the ridiculous arguments are these hypotheticals that Alito and even Justice Kingdom of God kept posing, Ugh. right? Like, so Alito asked Dale Ho, should we call, I feel like we're calling Sheldon Whitehouse his royal hotness. Maybe like, <laughs> Dale, Dale Ho, Ho needs another kind of position. <laughs> the American Civil Liberties Union, who is arguing on behalf of or defending democracy. Yeah, he's the basically, court, basically defending democracy with his very well-formed biceps. But we can talk about, we can have a Dale Ho appreciation <laughs> podcast at another time. So Alito asked Dale Ho, is it your position that every single alien in the United States on Census Day must be counted? And Dale was like, well, no, not really. But every alien is subject to the same residency requirements that are there for the census. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I have to ask, who the fuck is coming to this country to visit relatives for even like a couple of weeks to a month? They happen to be here on Census Day and they think to themselves, you know what? I'm going to fill out the census. Totally. Who is doing that? Like, literally, totally. I want to know who's doing that. Because people in this country who are actually here living here, not visiting from other places, we don't even want to respond to the fucking census, right? Nobody wants to respond to the census. It's one of those things that they literally threaten to have someone come to your door to ask you personal questions if you don't fill the census out. So I don't understand who these people are that are coming here just for, for visiting or for tourist purposes right. who are deciding to fill, fill out the census if they happen to be here here. But Ho also made a very, very good point in talking about how the census used to be run. Back oh. in the day, like a dude would show up at your house. The uh -huh. census taker would ask, who's up in here? Like they look around, <laughs> who the fuck is up in here? You, do you live here? And if the person was like, well, no, I don't live here. Okay, where the fuck you live at? And the person's like, well, I reside in here, blah, 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 blah. Okay, if you, that's, that's not really an answer. You just told me that you live in a box by the river. So I'm just going to say that you live here for purposes of the census because this is where you are right now. Okay, sound good? Good, cool. And then they would move on. Uh -huh. That's how it was done. And so why we're trying to change this longstanding process specifically to, to excise people out of the population when the framers wanted to include literally everyone who was living here at the time, it's, 
it's really just lays bare the hypocrisy of so many of these people who rely on originalism as the sort of main tenet of their constitutional sort of jurisprudence, right? Because the framers mm-hmm. wanted every person to be counted. So why in God's name is someone like Alito, who's like Mr. Originalist guy, trying to figure out, well, did they really mean that? Or did they just mean this, that, or the other thing? It's basic hypocrisy and it's driving me bananas. So I'm a white person. Yes, you are. And (laughs) I know some white people. (laughs) Maybe your family. (laughs) Generally speaking, white people really love the framers. Yeah. And they really love the specific words of the Constitution. Yeah. So, Amani, again, I have to ask you, what the fuck are we doing here? Because they love the framers and the specific written words of the Constitution only when it suits them. Only when it benefits mm-hmm. white people, I mean, only when it. it benefits white supremacy, only when it basically excludes black and brown people. Yeah. They don't seem to give a chicken fried fuck what the framers <laughs> wanted when they wrote about the census and the Constitution or what they wanted when they wrote about the goddamn 14th Amendment, which we already talked about, mm-hmm. which was explicitly passed in order to make sure that black people were counted as whole people and was explicitly pl- passed to welcome black and brown people into the constitutional census requirement. Mm-hmm. So the idea that they're trying to go back and quibble with the framers, these people love the framers. Yeah. Why are they quibbling with the framers here? Because they are trying like hell to maintain the levers of power. They are hanging on to them by a thread and they are simply being outbred. Black and brown people are outbreeding white people. And the only way that they can maintain power is to figure out a way to not count all of the black and brown people who live in this country right now. And by excluding people who are not citizens or people who they claim don't have enduring ties to the country, which is just a really gross way of saying you're a person who doesn't belong here. Yeah, I know you've lived here for two decades and you have family here and you've been paying taxes. And yes, you are considered an essential worker such that in the COVID pandemic, you are required to go out and work and serve all of these other people. We don't think you have enduring ties to the country. We don't think you have allegiance to the country. You're basically like a foreign diplomat who just comes here for a couple of weeks and can like murder people and park in, uh, in, in spaces you're not supposed to park in and not get arrested because you have, dip- you have diplomatic immunity. Like I I'm, don't, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's really, really gross. And this case, if anything, if anything you should learn from this case, it's that These white folks, these conservatives don't really care about originalism. They don't really care about the framers and the founders. What they care about is maintaining power. I mean, this enduring ties to the country is so insidious because it gets to all of the racism baked into the founding who could vote. You had to be a white male property owner. Mm-hmm. That's your enduring tie to this country is that right. you are white and you own property yep. Um, yep. and are probably a man. So yep. this is a mess. Um, this case is also different than a lot of the big cases this term in that will probably maybe could have a decision in a couple weeks, right? Because yeah. here's the thing. The census needs to be be completed by the end of the year. The Constitution says this is a thing that we do every 10 years. And so, like, we have to keep doing it. So, like, 30-ish days from us recording this podcast, in theory, the Department of Commerce is supposed to have this all wrapped up. 
So what does that mean? It means that census workers have been busy trying to count the people. And the Trump administration has directed them to create these two sets of counts, as Imani has has um, broken down for us. One that has all of the people and then the other that has all of the people minus the number that the government wants to exclude and they think are in this country illegally. So that's a mess. Depending on when the court rules, though, and what it rules and actually how long the counting takes. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many unknowns in this case. The weirdest part is that it could entirely be up to the Biden administration right. to enact all of this, which is, I think, why we're seeing the big frenzy at the court from the administration right now, too. So basically, the case is chaos. Yeah. The census is a mess. Yeah. And clearly how this case shakes out could have major political fallout for the next 10 years. And as of the close of today's argument, it wasn't entirely clear to me, Amani, how that was going to go. Was it clear to you? Not clear at all. Like usually Oof. you can get some sense of where yep. things are going. This is just a mess. It's just a mess of the Trump administration's creation that yeah. it just doesn't need to be this way. There's just there's no precedent for it. There's no reason for it. You know, they're trying to say that these people don't have ties to a country that they are either desperate to get into so much so that they are that they may be breaking immigration laws or they have family here who they're trying to join. Just this mm-hmm. idea that they're just I, I just find it really, really offensive and gross. And I would just also point out as a last point is that when the 14th Amendment was being drafted, they actually considered whether or not to include persons or citizens. And they decided that it was going to be persons. So the 14th Amendment is very clear about what about how the court should rule. So it'll be interesting to see how all of that shakes out because we have a handful of justices on the court who have their heads lodged up Trump's ass. And it'll be really interesting to see if we have a handful of justices that say, you know what, undocumented immigrants are not people for purposes of the Constitution, but a fetus sure is. I mean, what the fuck? (laughs) So that's a future episode. Yeah, yeah, that's a future episode. But good God, if we're going to say that like brown and black people aren't people, but eggs are people, I'm jumping out a window and just screaming into the Arizona desert because this is not a planet I want to live on anymore. So... That's that. Stay tuned. If you want to talk about any more of this stuff, you can follow me on Twitter at Angry Black Lady. You can follow Jess on Twitter at Hegemommy, H-E-G-E-M-O-M-M-Y. And you can follow Rewire News Group at Rewire News Group on Twitter and on Instagram. And you should follow us on Facebook. Boom Lawyer, answer the questions. We'll let you in. And on that note, what are we going to do, Jess? We're going to see you on the tubes, folks. See you on the ding-dang tubes, folks. Boom Lawyered is created and hosted by Jessica Mason Piclo and Imani Gandhi. Mark Filetti produces the show. 